Welcome back to Splinters of a Broken Sun. We're a podcast and we play a game, and that game is Fate, and it takes place in a world that I invented with my brain. And the people who play in this world are Michael Blood. Hi, everyone. I'm Michael Blood, also known as Silas Dress Online, but you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Blood. I play Emron Pock for this podcast, and he's in hot pursuit of more Ben Stiller puns. <laughs> and the hutch to <laughs> the hutch to his Starsky is, of course, Keekers. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Keekers. I play Kevin Jarma. I'm also known as Be a Space Cat on the Twitter and other various websites. And I'm just trying to figure out why we haven't gotten Ben Stiller on the show yet. And where would we be without our Tropic Thunder, OG Brown Sugar? Hello, everyone. I'm OG Brown Sugar, and I'm proud to announce that I will soon be transferring to the Derek Zoolander Center for Kids Who Can't Read Good and want to learn to do other stuff good, too. And what night at the museum will be complete without our singing chemist? That's right. I'm the singing chemist, Teddy Roosevelt, and I play Zonin Chan, the hat maker. All right. All of our characters are horribly traumatized and suffering from shock and probably PTSD, but we're having a great time. Not making light of these conditions, of course, just trying to enjoy the whole playing experience despite the subject matter being grim. Yes. Also, Theodore Roosevelt, one of my favorite presidents. Also, space squids. And there's a space yes, squid. Yes, space squids. When last right, we left. I... So long. <laughs> well, it was a short session, but. But space squids, everybody. Space squids. Space squids. Yeah, should I be, be a space squid now? That's, yes. uh, if that's what your heart desires. Do squids uh, have hearts? I don't think they do. I believe they have. No, I for some reason, I think they have two. Now I have to double check that. Oh, dear. They have three hearts. Two branchial Huzzah. hearts and one systemic heart. The branchial hearts I pump blood to the gills, where oxygen is taken up. Blood then flows to the systemic heart, where it is pumped to the rest of the body. Wow. We're going to have to stab it three times in all of its hearts. If I eat all of its hearts, will I gain thrice the courage? I don't know. Oh, people also ask, is Squidward really a squid? Yes. <laughs> Question answered. Hot take. Is an instrument? Welcome to Googling oh. Stuff. Uh, and I'm, Are we going to keep this in? I'm Matt. I'm the Master of Ceremonies. I play the rest of the world, including this space squid and all the things that I've been meanly, cruelly traumatizing these poor, Sokka, these poor players with. My dog is whining because he wants me to play with him right now, but he just spent the entire afternoon playing with my wife and son, so I have no sympathy for him. He's, he sympathizes with our plight. Yes, he'll be making the noises of the space squid. You hear that one? Oh, the man. harrowing call of the speaking space whale. <laughs> yep, that's the no those are the noises my dog makes. Okay, so Emrin, you are working to redirect the cabling to hub so that these solar panels that you've laboriously repaired can provide power to their systems. Zonin, you have remained behind with Emrin for a variety of reasons, some of which I'm sure are secret, and others of which are your helmet's not fully charged yet. I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah, that would be it. Whereas Keva and Maeve have set off across the surface of the station to sever this cable where it uh, disappears down into the guts of the station. But uh, before they can do that, they've run into some weird space mechanical squid thing, and it appears to be damaged, but also appears to want to eat them? Who knows? So, uh, Maeve and Keva, you have landed at the edge of this depression, close to where you need to cut through the hull and sever the cable. And this gigantic squid creature with a glowing yellow bullet-shaped head twice the size of you, and then a bunch of tentacles that are many times longer than all of you, but considerably thinner because they're tentacles, 
seeing out the back of it, is getting itself ready to attack. What do you do? I mentioned last time that Keva has her uh, shovel out, and uh, she's seen, so uh, she's going to try to like thing. Okay, so I guess we should just do, hmm, I always forget to roll empathy. Or not empathy. I always forget to roll initiative. Okay. Well, let's just roll our notice then. Okay. You both got twos. That's a fair. And this thing gets... Oh, okay. Good. Well, that's... uh. Okay. So the space squid thing rolled considerably higher than you did for your initiative. So the space squid thing goes first. And it attacks. Not with its tentacles, as you may have feared, but by firing an electrical arc from its head. The very tip of its bullet head crackles, and then you see a path of something moving towards you, followed very swiftly afterwards by electricity. And it happens so quickly, it's all but impossible to take in exactly how that happened. So it's going to roll a shoot, and Keva, you have a weapon out and are brandishing it, so it shoots its electrical arc at Keva. Okay, so it has rolled a fair shoot skill, and you need to use athletics to avoid getting shot. Okay, let's see how this goes. All right, currently you are tied. Uh, In that case, you will take a hit from the squid, or rather it will get a boost on you, unless you want to do something about it. But it won't do any damage to you when it's tied. You'll get a boost placed on you. Okay, um, I'm, I'm happy with this current state of affairs because it's attacking me and not Maeve. Okay. So, uh, you get a boost on you, which is System Shock. Your systems are sticky. It is difficult for you to move as swiftly as you would want. You feel the joints and such locking up, and the suit is starting to fight you instead of helping you. Okay. And because of that, I think we'll put you last in the initiative here. So, Maeve, what do you do? I I will shout into our communicators and let Zona know that we are under attack by a robot thing. I received that message, correct? Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to uh, unplug Matt Damon, uh, regardless of his charge, and uh, open up the spacesuit Matt Damon skull to put the helmet back on and then zip up his mouth. It's a similarly harrowing experience for you. This time, because you're in a rush, you take one strain from the experience. Exposing yourself to vacuum that many times in the space of, oh, less than an hour can't be good for your skin, let alone your eyes, nose, lungs. So you take one physical strain, but you are now suited up, and you may begin to make your way to the point of the attack. Okay, and uh, what um, what's Matt Damon's charge at? 90%. Okay, uh, and can I, like, go full thrusters to make it there quicker? You can, but it will be dangerous. Let's roll and overcome with your athletics. Okay. If you can get a good athletics roll, then um, I will shave down the amount of time it takes you to get there. Oh boy, that is a bad athletics roll. It is a bad athletics roll. I'm going to use a fate point to re-roll. Do I have to invoke an aspect? You do. Uh, Because I know that Keva is in danger, my thicker-than-water bond, a blood bond with Keva, will motivate me to do better. Okay, so you... I'm sorry, you're going to re-roll, right? Yeah, okay. You're not having a lot of luck there. No. Okay, so you take off, and in your uh, in your rush, knowing that your friend Keva is in danger, and of course your friend Maeve as well, you sort of take off at the wrong angle, and you're flying too high up into space, and because you have to correct for that, it's not going to take you longer to get there, but uh, when you you will get there, like in a in a couple of exchanges, I'll let you know when you've arrived. I was nervous you were going to say you'll get there when you get there. <laughs> not quite. Maeve, uh, what else are you going to do? 
I would like to take a moment and analyze the creature, see if I can find like any discernible power sources or maybe weak spots. Okay, so you can use your notice or your investigate to try and create an advantage. I will use my investigate. Go for it. Okay, you succeed with style, so you will get two invocations on the aspect that you've created here, and you are in investigating it, noticing that one of its tentacles is not working, and in addition, it's got that crack in the side of its bullet-shaped head that is sparking. So there are two potential weak points that you can aim at. So we'll just put uh, weak points as an aspect that you've discovered. You can use two free invocations on that. Can I relay that weak point to Keva before my turn ends? Yep. Keva, it's your turn. Okay. So, uh, Keva, R.I.B. fighting the Kraken. Um, and she now knows where one of the spe- weak spots is. So while she's grappling with it, she's going to try to dig the tip of her shovel into one of those weak spots. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna go in there and like dive at it or launch yourself at the squid thing. Now looking at the boost it has on me, all of a sudden I realize like, oh wait, her joints are moving slower. Hmm, maybe there's a different approach using not the suit. And um, it's entirely up to you. Am I close enough that Keva could use her hair? to try to like overpower it mentally. It's worth trying, but you'd have to get it first. So you'd have to do, that's basically a shoot roll you're doing. Okay. So either a skill I don't have or disadvantage of a roll I probably have. It can invoke that. It can invoke that boost no matter what, as long as it can narratively make sense. So just go with whatever move feels right for Keva. Oh, well, shovel it is then. Keva's trying to like... (laughs) Take it, get that squid. Okay, roll your fight. Your fight attack, I should say, if I'm being entirely specific. Damn. Okay. This is the Ooh. first time I've gotten to use it. <laughs> okay. Use you, the boost. The boost. Yeah, use the boost. Yeah, I'm going to use the boost. Okay. So you launch yourself in towards the uh, squid thing with your shovel point first, and you jam it into the weak point in the squid's head. Uh, all right, so the squid could take a three-shift hit, or the squid, the electricity that comes up through the metallic shovel that you're holding helps with the systems that are already overloaded, and your suit locks up as you get in there. So your hit is not as deadly as you had hoped it would be, but you can see that you have opened up the crack a bit more as you fall stiffly towards the ground. So is Keva, like frozen in this position and just kind of topples over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to know that for uh she's just like kind of there. It's frozen in an action pose, like just on the ground. It looks like a very dynamic, you know, action figure or model of spacesuit Keva, you know, with shovel accessory. But it'll clear up in a bit. It's just uh right this moment. That's the reason you didn't get in as strong a hit as you wanted, because your suit locked up when you got zapped. Okay. So it takes a one-shift hit. And it's the squid's turn again. The squid lashes out with its tentacles this time, attempting to knock the prone Keva into Maeve. So this creature can uh, occasionally do a zone-wide attack with its tentacles. So it is attacking both Keva and Maeve. Arr! The Kraken, she be a devilish, devilish beast. I don't know why I assigned it the, the female gender, but, you know, it's just the... So many things at sea have a female gender. <laughs> they seem to. All right, Keva, you need to roll your fight skill against that first roll. And Maeve, you need to roll your fight skill against that second roll. 
The good news is my rolls were not great. Okay. So, Maeve, you are... All right. Did he roll? Or, I mean, did it... I'm not sure. Rolled the two or the zero against me? The zero against you. Keva, you are able to... Your suit doesn't quite come back online, but the squid tentacle that is smacking you, apparently it underestimated how sturdy you were in that suit. So it bonks you towards Maeve, but it doesn't do any damage. And as you're flying towards Maeve, uh, your suit unsticks. So you're able to sort of get out of the way of fully body tackling Maeve. And Maeve only takes a one shift hit. Okay. Sorry. I would like like to add uh, my two for the fate die to dodge that. Okay. What aspect? I would like to do Emerson and I are forged by the blade. Since he cannot be my meat shield this time, I will have to step up. Okay. So Keva is flying towards you and has moved herself out of the way, but you are able to, flashing back to your time training, duck to the side. You feel a twinge in your knee, but you don't take a hit at all. Okay. Yeah, this this isn't about being super strong. This is about being fast. Mm-hmm. Should I still put down the one point of uh, physical stress? No, you didn't take it. Because when you added two to your roll there, you surpassed the zero that they attacked you with. And it's Maeve's turn. I would like to shoot at the slightly bigger Kraken's head now. Okay. Loose your bolt. Okay. And it will attempt to evade. It does not. You strike the squid for uh, one strain. Do you want to use that weak points free invoke? Yes. Okay. So it takes a, instead, three-point head. Woof. Okay. Keva, you're up. Keva's going to shout to Maeve, Do you think this is a bear? Because there are myths and legends about what about bear. This is a big hulking creature that, I don't know. Now that Keva is uh, free again, she's going to use that shovel again. If she was good at ranged weapons, she totally would be using them. But, you know, she doesn't have any skill there. Okay. So what's your plan? Um, She's going to, like, circle around it a little bit. Like, Maeve got it from one side, so she's going to, like, um, try to f- get it from the other side, like, mm-hmm. and uh, then use the shovel kind of like a spear again, like the point of it. Dig it in really good in there into its uh, not fleshy bits, but, you know, center bits. Okay, go for it. Uh, so I'm guessing that's fight unless you're trying to create an advantage. Okay, so you strike the squid with your spear, and uh, I'm going to use one of the squid's fate points to adopt its unpredictable physiology aspect here so that it takes a one shift hit instead of a three shift hit. Your spear goes in to get into its, what you assume are soft bits and the tentacles wrap around the shovel so that it softens the blow. They're not able to keep hold of it after that, but it means that the squid's damage is not as intense. Zonin, you will arrive in one more exchange. Okie doke. All right. So, the squid turning around to see the both of you is... I mean, it's not able to keep an eye on both of you at the same time. You actually don't see any eyes, so you're not sure how it's seeing you. But its head pulses, and you see more of those sparks uh, cascading out the side and swiftly dying in the in the vacuum of space. But it uh, sends a pulse of shocking energy in all directions around it. So it has made a roll here has made an epic shoot roll, so defend yourselves with your athletics. Hmm. Yeah, that's a little better. Okay, so Maeve, you rolled a a zero on that, which means you may take a seven shift hit. Um, is it possible that with the aspect, if you hurt my friend, I'll hurt you, like, trouble? 
Keva could maybe try to soak some of that. It's a ring coming out from the octopus. Yeah. And you're on the other uh, side of it for your flanking maneuver, but you might be able to use that aspect next round. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Is there anything either of you want to add to your defenses before we settle how many shifts you take? I think... Yeah, I think I'll just add t- uh, two to that with my uh, great grimoire of judges of grudges aspect. I will take the hit, but I will remember this okay. and take it out on all other space squids I meet. You grit your teeth in anger as you take a five shift hit to distribute as you will through your uh, stress tracks and your consequences. And Keva, you take a four shift hit and it's Maeve's turn. Um, when one takes a four shift hit, it just means it goes into the four box, correct? If you have a four box, you can put it there, or you can split it between three and one. It's up to you. Or you can put it in consequences. Remember, if you fill up your whole stress track, that means you're taken out. Yeah, I think I'm going to take a consequences because uh, uh, I'm going to take uh, two in the physique and then a consequence. Can I spread it out that way? Yeah, you can take a minor consequence and put the rest into your two stress box. Okay, I shall do that. What's the consequence you think you should take here? Twitchy nerves or something. I I guess um, static shocked. <laughs> Just uh, she okay. does not feel good. All that electricity going through the system. Okay, you can write that in then, and that brings yeah, I'll do it. the same. I think I only have the one and two stress box ticks because I don't have any physique. All right, and it's Maeve's turn then. I think I will shoot it again. Okay, and give it a try. Give it a shot. Okay, let's give it the athletics, the old defense, to see how they do against your fair shot. Okay, you're tied. So as it is, you will get a boost on the squid. All right, so what's the boost that you get on the squid? You're not able to damage the creature, but uh, you are able to... What? Uh, Is this a free invoke for anyone or just for myself? Uh, For anyone. It's a boost, so you can use it. Sorry, anyone can use it. I guess maybe suppressing fire. Okay, so it's uh, range of movement is suppressed. And Keva, that's your turn. Okay, it's time to be foolhardy because if you hurt my friend, I hurt you. And that squid definitely hurt Maeve. Um, so again, it's going to be a fight. All right. Okay. Um, As it stands, you will not be able to land that hit, but... Um, I am going to invoke the, if you hurt my friend, I hurt you, and bring that up. Mm-hmm. To uh, oop, should I re-roll or have the plus two? <sighs> um, don't forget the boost. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna take the fate point and the boost. All right. So Maeve suppressing fire uh, pushes it into the way of your furious attack, and you hack into the squid with your shovel, causing it to take a two shift hit, which it takes as a consequence. Two of its tentacles are hacked off by your hacked off attack. Yay. All right, uh, Zonin, you arrive. You can act at the end of this exchange. What do you? Uh, what do? You, what does Zonin feel when he arrives and sees this scene? Um, he's mad because uh, this has not been a fun space capade like he thought it would be, and uh, the enthusiasm he tore through that banner with is gone and replaced by just a cold determination. Not the same Zonin we know and love. Certainly not. So the squid lashes out once again with its electrical arc, attempting to zap Keva into submission because she just keeps poking and slashing at it and it doesn't like that whatsoever. Alright, it's done a good shoot skill, so you can use your athletics, Keva. Okay, and anything you want to do with that 
uh, average roll? You know, I really want to save the last fate point for after this, but um, physique-wise, I guess, or stress-strain-wise, I guess I'm going to take that as another consequence. Okay, well, the squid is attacking you with an electrical arc, and you're already all shook up, so the squid is going to take advantage of that consequence. It gets a free invoke when it causes a consequence on you. So it is bringing its attack up to a five, which will be four shifts for you to deal with. Okay. I don't think I have all of that. Might have to take a consequence. Yeah, that's what I was saying, that I will take a consequence as well. Okay, so distribute your four shifts. Maeve. I think I will try to create an advantage by just keeping him pinned under fire. Okay, use your shoot. Pew, pew, pew. So as it stands, the space squid will be able to dodge your suppressing fire this time. Trixie space cephalopods. It ducks and weaves. Now that it's seen how your how your bolt gun works and the rate at which it fires, it seems to have gained some insight into how to best dodge that attack. Uh, Zonin, you are here. You are feeling like you want to cause fear. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, just that rhyme reminded me of the Simpsons episode with the bear tax. We don't want any more bears. I'm here. I want to cause fear. And I don't want any more bears. And therefore, I'm going to uh, shoot at this squid. Are there any glowing points on the squid? Uh, NES boss style? Its whole head is glowing. And it's got sparks coming out of the weak point that Maeve has seen. Uh, is there time in the turn to have dialogue exchange between Maeve and myself? I think Maeve already mentioned that that was a weak point when she first noticed it over the radio, so you would have heard that. Okay, perfect. Then I'm going to blast that weak point. Go for it. Uh, and I'm going to... Can I use a fate point to invoke the weak... Or do I get a free invoke on the weak point? No, it's already had its two free invokes, but you can't invoke it. Okay, I'm going to use a fate point to invoke that, and... That'll bring you up to fair. It's currently got a great athletics response. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to miss. I'm going to... I'm going to forfeit this this round. Okay. You come in with your bolt shooter. What is it? What are we calling these things? What is the name of this tool that we turned into a weapon? Oh, I was shooting because remember I had modified my suit oh, to yeah, yeah. facilitate Matt Damon. Okay. Uh, yeah. It seems to be uncannily familiar with the speed and type of this attack that you are launching at it. And it easily slips out of the way of your attack. And it resumes its turn at the top of the round. And it lets out a furious flying tentacle assault with all of its remaining six tentacles in an attempt to grab the three of you and knock you together. Defend yourselves with your fight skill. Um, I might be out for the count after the last thing. I was just double checking the rule book. Mm-hmm. Did you fill up your stress? Your physical I, stress? Yes. I, I, I filled up the will and the physique. So, <laughs> So the will is for mental damage, uh, which we're not doing right now. And then the physical stress track is for getting hit and physical stuff. And then your consequences, you also have physical and mental consequences. So you have a mild, medium, and severe consequences slots available. And then you should have a one, two, and I think you have a three slot for your stress. Yeah, so uh, I filled out all of the physical stress and I've gotten to... Uh, mild and um, moderate consequences. Okay. If your stress track is filled, that means that you are being 
taken out. Yep. That so Keva's taken out. I just wanted to clear that up after okay. looking at the rule. So the tentacle that smacks you hits you with just the right amount of flick, and the other two of you, Maeve and Zonin, you see Keva in her suit flying off into the distance and impacting with a puff of dust somewhere far away from here. And uh, Keva, you're not unconscious or anything, but your suit has stopped moving entirely. Ooh, okay. I don't want to be in poor taste, but does it look like Keva's blasting off again? <laughs> I can accept that. And yes, she is. Um, oh. Am I making a, uh, sorry, you said a fight to defend or can I use athletics? Uh, in a fight contest, I think it's fight, but let me see. Okay. Oh, rolled the wrong thing. Not that that was any better, but. Yeah, you can use athletics to, you can use athletics in fight. Sorry. If we can use athletics, can I keep my original two? You can. I also have a two. Okay, so that means each of you is facing a four shift hit right now. How many shifts is a moderate consequence? Uh, I never remember this because it's not written down anywhere easy to... Okay, moderate is four shifts. Yeah, I'll have to take a moderate here. Okay, what's the consequence that you take? I guess maybe opening up the knee wound? Okay. So you stagger and fall down, and you find that that leg is no longer properly supporting you. Zonin. I only have uh, one, two, and three available for physical stress. Is that correct? I think so. If you've got some physique, you'll have up to three, yeah. Oh, I don't have any physique. Do I only have one and two? You have one and two. Then I will take on moderate. And what's that? Was, uh smack with um, moderate consequence, like maybe um, thruster damage to it the suit. It has to be something to you, to Zonin. Okay. To me... A, um, so moderate consequence lasts for a while. A moderate consequence. Oh, like a concussion? Mouth concussion? Moderate concussion? Okay, yeah, you can put a concussion there. And Maeve, it's your turn. Seeing that Kev out of the fight, I, I may call Emren. Okay. Now you're going to... Like, this thing is looking fairly weak. Like, it's looking fairly damaged. But if you want to call Emren, you can't. It'll take him some time to get here. I will, just to be safe, because it seems to be dodging all my shenanigans. So I'll just let Emren know that Keva is down and there is a spooky robot. Matt, can I see it? You cannot see it. Through the power cord, perhaps? You can sense from there what's going on, but it itself is not made of, of SGM. Curses. But you can see it through the cable. I've never tried anything like this, but can I manipulate a charge from the solar panels to go like force an electrical charge through the through the power cord that I'm holding into the um, robo squid? Sure, give it a try. I would love to. So that's going to be your will, and to accomplish this feat, you will need to have a superb will roll. Well, it happened before. You're very close. Can you put yourself over the top? I sure can. How are you going to do it? I think. Um, Maeve is the hand, I am the blade, and uh, Maeve commanded me to strike strike down at this horrible creature. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the electrical charge erupts from the ground underneath this tentacle thing. It's like a geyser of sparks, and it slams into the base of the squid. And let's see how it does. All right. It doesn't quite make it, so it takes one more stress, and it looks like it is limping on its last tentacles, as it were. Wouldn't that be a three-stress? Um, hit. You rolled, oh, right, so you got four, five, six, that's a three stress hit. Yeah, it's got another consequence. It no longer has any tentacles left. It is just a bullet head. It looks like it is close to eruption. Maeve or Zonin, can you do anything about this? I most certainly probably can. 
Okay. Um, if I uh, move closer, can I like, create an advantage by like by being closer and not it can't like dodge? You know. Uh, that would take your turn to create an advantage. Oh, you're right. Okay, I'm just gonna try and pew pew. Okay. I will also pew pew again. Okay. Keva laid on the ground like a slug. It was her only defense. Okay. Each of your shots. Um, okay. So zone in your shot impacts the bullet head remainder of this squid and cracks open that uh, weak point entirely. Maeve, your bolt goes all the way into whatever passes for its brain in there. And after a moment, it, well, with its integrity fully breached, it just sort of crumples up and implodes, then falls to the ground. Not very quickly. It like falls feather speed because there's no gravity here, but it looks pretty unimpressive at this point, having been stripped of all of its potency. And you have survived the encounter with the space squid thing. Since I'm only taking out physique-wise, can Keva at least, like, communicate, like, Hey, I'm over here. Yeah, you'll be able to join into the next scene, because at the end of this scene here, everyone clears their stress, but unfortunately, not their consequences. So you see uh, here... The remains of this squid, Maeve, you're doing okay, but one of your legs isn't working. The suit is basically holding you up. Uh, Zonin, you're feeling pretty woozy with that concussion. Keva, your suit is not moving, but uh, you at least can signal your location. Joke's on the squid. I don't like my left leg anyway. (laughs) Keva's just kind of questioning her life choices as she's stuck laying there with no movement at all. Like, (sighs) Do you think... Keva landed like face down or face up? Oh, she's definitely face down in the dirt. <laughs> oh, you don't even get a good view then. It's just rocks and dust. Yeah. She's just kind of like, like, she's like totally channeling full Charlie Brown here. <laughs> uh, Zonin, despite your concussion, you're the one with a suit that has a maintenance cutting tool right now. So you're going to have to make this cut. Well, happily, what should I um, craft? Uh, Can I direct them? Yeah, I don't think you actually need to roll for this because it's something that you've seen Keva do before, so you know it'll work. You just ignite the laser torch, and what does it look like when you cut through it? Like a hot knife through butter, and I make no ceremony about it. All right, just getting it done. Emrin, the cable is now free to move as you direct it. And I do that thing. Cable snakes up through the passageways back towards where you are, and then down new passageways that occasionally you have to sort of uh, nudge it around obstacles and such under the under the ground here and you're rerouting it but fortunately you have twice as much cable as you need and you get it attached in to the hub access point there below the surface of the station mission you assume accomplished hey can someone please get me a phoenix down we're bringing Moby Dick back with us. I didn't lose a leg for nothing. Sure, you can bring the shriveled remains of the space squid. Kevin's going to be like, so is it robotic or organic? You have to do an investigate on that. Well, she can't do it. She's off face planted like several hundred meters away, I suppose. Mm. I'll investigate now. Okay, go for it. As I limp over to it, I'll just say, it's not dead. It's a trick. Get an axe. Take a picture of it for Hub. I want to know if it's a bear. Add it to your Hub compendium. Okay. Uh, It is definitely mechanical. It does not look like anything you've seen on Hub or in the mall or anywhere else on the station. It's an entirely different aesthetic 
and the materials are unfamiliar. Well, we don't know if it's a bear or not still, though. Oh, having never seen a bear, how could you know? And, okay, so you're going to, I guess you and Zonin will go and pick up Keva, or Amrin will go pick up Keva on the way back to the borehole? Uh, I'll go pick up Keva. Can I even walk? You can limp, or you can sort of, like, on one leg, jump, and then use your thrusters to pogo your way. I think I'll pogo. Can I, like, attach the remains to my suit? I don't know if I have those those tools. You have a tether, so you can just wrap it around. I will do that. I will pogo back to the borehole, dragging a carcass. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> All right. Uh, the four of you make your way back to the borehole. Emran still dragging that piece of hull. Are you going through the tunnel this time, or...? Keva, what can Keva walk? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, your suit eventually resets, so you can you can walk. But, uh, you are suffering the consequences of your consequences, of course, as you do so. Okay, so Keva's kind of like, you know what? She's just going to have the thruster. She's not going to use her freaking feet after she got knocked out by a squid or uh, bear. You have to be careful with those thrusters. You don't thrust too hard, or you'll go off into space. No. But um, she's going to, like, look at all of everyone and just be like, can, can we go over the mountain? Could that be easier? I'm happy to talk to more rampant AI, but uh, I don't think our cargo will fit through that tunnel. It might, but if you don't want to try, then I wouldn't recommend it. As far as you know, memory is dormant now. I don't think we'll have any trouble from memory. Keva has, like, a list of favorite AI, like, number one hub, number two, the ship. Number three, blank. Number four, blank. Number six, memory. <laughs> Doesn't even make the top five, eh? No. <laughs> Poor memory. I mean, at, oh, no. Matt Damon is like number 10. And then all the way into the bottom is like her idea of that Gov might be an AI. So you make your way over the mountain this time. The view from the top is, as these things go, decent. You can see like several more holes leading into... Maybe not all the way into the station, but there are some holes in the hull that you can see from up here. Uh, so who knows where those go? And of course, you can see the borehole where you came in, which is definitely goes all the way in. You can see a couple other things that might be of interest, but I don't think you're in the investigating mood anymore. No, not no. this girl. So uh, you all make your way back to the borehole, and as you get over the lip of it, and you find that the... Uh, Silk tethers that Maeve ordered are waiting for you there. You begin your long climb back up into the station and the world that you were born into. And when we return, we will start to see how things have changed for the four of you after the harrowing experiences you had here on the surface of the station. So thank you for joining me, and thank you for uh, surviving the trauma I inflicted upon your characters. And to those of you out there listening, thank you for sticking with us and listening to Chapter 9. I hope you've enjoyed it. And until the next time, all the best. All the best, folks. Thanks for listening. Space squids. Space squids. Space squids.